You're listening to the Hemline Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Austin Weeks, founder of Home with a Twist. Growing up, pulling on the hem of my mother's apron, I share everything she taught me with a modern twist. Skirt lengths can change with time, but Southern hospitality never goes out of style. Welcome to episode two of The Hemline. This is Melissa Austin Weeks, and I'm so excited because I have one of my dear friends in the studio today. This is Elizabeth Jones, also known as the OCD Bachelorette. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi. Okay, I invited Elizabeth in. Um, We're contemplating having this be our little... uh, weekly girlfriend time girlfriend talk where we just kind of share all sorts of things but elizabeth is super funny and i've given her a list of questions before we get to those questions can i can i comment about your magazine files here yes so one of the rules in organizing is that i i insist that all my clients have some kind of symmetry so i'm looking here y'all can't see this but We've got these magazine files that are perfectly, she's got um, seven of them, and they are the correct color, alternating colors of green and blue, but there's only one that's labeled that I labeled. No, did I label that, or did you? No, I labeled them. Did we pick them out together? No. Why is is there only one that's labeled, and all the others say the brand name on them? Okay, I have failed as one of your pupils. For those of you who don't know, Elizabeth Jones also known as the OCD Bachelorette, owns a organizing business called Nest and Transformation. That's and right. And she organizes high-end commercial and retail spaces. Um, and even though my home is not high-end, she still well, did residential. mine. Residential. Right. And... Mostly I'm in people's homes rifling through their, their closets and their drawers. And so I get paid <clears throat> to just snoop through people's things and make them perfect and lovely and they just love that yeah so check out her instagram page the ocd bachelorette she posts pictures of her before and after projects i want you to do more of that i you know the thing is is that i forget to do before pics because i get so okay so i've been doing this for eight years professionally I've been doing it for 46 years not professionally but um, for the last eight years I've had my own business and when I get into a space like I go in and all I'm thinking about is okay I need to do this I need to do this I need to do this and what I need to do and I get really intense you know intensely laser focused and so I always forget to do before pictures and you take amazing pictures I don't I don't have that. It is skill. true. It's I, I'm guilty of that too. When I do a project, I get so excited about what it's going to look like afterward that right. I forget to take a before picture. Yes. So what I would suggest and you then do, I'm like, damn it, is <laughs> what I would suggest <laughs> you do is that you take a before picture when maybe when you're going to the client's house to just kind of do an assessment of what needs to be but done. That's when they're terrified. They're, that's that first initial assessment. So everybody. I don't care who it is, says the exact same thing to me every time they go to hire me. And they're like, oh, I can't let you in yet. It's not organized yet. Like, that's exactly why, why you need me. You. And also, I'm not intimidated by that stuff at all. Like, I'm, that's my most fun in life. I'm 46, never married. I know, it's hard for you to imagine. <laughs> 
because I love to do this so much. And so it's like they're giving me this great fun thing to do, but they're always terrified a little in the initial consultation. And they're having a lot to tell me. And they're, you know, people seem to feel a lot of internal judgment about their clutter, which mm. I don't Well, I apologize to you when you came yes. over today, and you're one of my best friends. I know. And I would go and lay on your bed. I did this with your sister, too. Um, when I, her, she has this darling sister, and I knew her for a minute when I was thinking I was going to get a third degree at TCU, and I um, went over there. I just laid in her bed too, and so I went. I, you're very comfortable with me, but still, you felt the need to apologize. I did. I said, "I'm sorry, my room looks like it does," and you said, "I don't really care." So let's let's start from the beginning. Tell me how you became an organizer. Well, once upon a time, okay, I was born. So, have you seen the movie Thir Close Encounters of the Third Kind, where yes. they come down from the mountain? All mm -hmm. the people are kind of, like, compelled. So, the, I think that you would talk to any organizer, and they would say the same thing. It's not like it's not like we decided one day, let's just be organized. We all came out of the womb this way. We all, if, if there's a mountain in a remote part of the country where we're all called... It's going to be because we all have this internal knowledge of how to file fold a t-shirt. Like, we know exactly how to do that. We come out of the womb knowing how to do that. We come, we just are, and I think that there are probably people listening right now, they're like, yes. Like, if you were sitting in your third grade classroom thinking about how you could go home and organize your hope chest at the end of the day, you are an organizer. And that's what all of us are, the people that are organized, we just come out of the womb that way. I think something that I do that's maybe a little different from all organizers is I also have a very specific design philosophy. I think that if you own something that you're kind of cosmically obligated to take care of it in the most beautiful way, and I get that from my grandmother. So I came out of the womb really organized, but I also was raised in a home with my grandparents and my mom in the same house. And my grandmother had a way of making everything beautiful. So we had this little box that held her pictures in it. It was a little eight, I'll show it to you sometime. Okay. It's a little eight by 11, just wooden box. And it was plain and ordinary. And it, no one saw this box. I need to, I need to say this because this goes for those of you who are like under your sinks or in your closet, and you're like, I, no one sees this but me. No one saw this box except my grandmother and the family. And she came to me one day, and she had all these little square, beautiful porcelain French tiles. And she said, we're gonna inlay this box with all these tiles. And I just was spellbound by that and we glued them all in and we made this beautiful like pattern with these little tiles it was just beautiful and it was just for the purpose of being beautiful for her it was something that held her photos and she just wanted to make it beautiful for her so I learned how to make everything special and beautiful from my grandmother I think so Elizabeth and I met about 20 years ago, and I'm going to tell the story of how we reconnected. Dude, I was in a Target shop. Yes, yeah, tell so them. So, we've known each other about 20 years, mm -hmm. because we knew each other before I had Phoebe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No? I was pregnant with Phoebe? Phoebe was three. Phoebe was three. So, my daughter's name is Phoebe, for those of you who don't know. Listen to season one of my podcast, because I share a lot of really um, personal things about my life and my story about having Phoebe, but... So I 
I can't remember what you room it was. Through, you I wanted to Paula. Was it the attic? Oh yeah. Well, I met you through my sister. La, 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 la. And then you disappeared. You went to California. And we went. We went. Went to um, the country club. And for those of you who know, like I serve country club women. Like that's my clientele. I'm so not country club material. I put my my elbows on the table. Yeah, but I you're talk so about funny. the most inappropriate things. Yeah, but you're funny. So you moved to California. Yeah. We didn't see each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it might have been my attic that I wanted somebody to help me with. I, don't I know. think it may so have been your, out... your closet in that guest bedroom. No, I don't think so. Okay. So I filled out one of those online things at the container store where you it's you know, they match you with a an organizer. An organizer. And you called me on my phone, and you left a message, and you said, Hello, this is Elizabeth Jones, and I think this might be Missy, Missy Austin Weeks. She goes by Melissa in the, like, <laughs> vanilla world of her professional life, and I'm like, I don't know that you'd really... Because I knew her as Missy. That's how her sister introduced us. Yeah, my, my family and close friends call me Missy. And I was in, like, the canned vegetable section, even, of... Um, Getting green beans for my dog. And so how did you find out that the container store gave you I get, like, so I, an email? I was the container store professional organizer. I was their first, one of their first at-home organizers. And, you know, when they came out with that big closet line, I was sold their first at-home closet, or contained home closet. Um, you know, the fancy closets that they do now. But they gave me a lead and it said that it was you and you have a very specific you've got like 14 names (laughs) attached to your name and I was like this can't be the same person and I was just like dolphin squealing in the target aisles and people were looking at me and I was like oh my god I mean we I felt like we reconnected for it was just destiny it was and you have done you've helped me organize my attic my guest room closet. You helped me put together my fabulous party pantry. Yes. Which we'll talk about another time. Yes. Um, You're a girl who knows how to party. My pantry. My laundry room. Yes. Okay. The gar- the, the garage. The gr- Oh, garage, definitely. Yeah. Um, and you, helped us, you helped us a little bit. Photos. With I did all your photos. photos. Yeah, that's another story. So, I mean, I'm going to have Elizabeth on a lot. I'm um, actually teaching a class at TCU about photo organizing this year. Yeah, she teaches um, in the Silver Frogs program at yes, TCU. Yes, those are my people. Okay, so let's move on to some more questions about Elizabeth. What are um, your top, what are the top three things when people want organized, what are they? I think probably master closets and pantries, but typically people just say, I need you for my whole house. Like, can you just come over and organize my house? Typically, people don't have that. that not specific. They're not specific. And, and that really goes to show how much they don't understand the process of organizing. And I don't mean that in a judgmental way. No, no, I just no. mean. Well, you have a very specific process. And yes. I think that once you taught me your process, then I was you able to. Anymore. No, not that's not true. Because you have a lot of great ideas about space planning that I think are, is that's one of the really good things about having an organizer is that you, you know, you can eyeball measure and, and maximize, yeah, fit. maximize people's spaces. And I think that, that helps because then you can, you can organize your stuff in a very specific way. And it's interesting how people don't. I, I never go into space. That's This is why it's interesting that people are so worried about me coming over. I always see when I walk into the space the end result. I, it doesn't matter how bad it looks. I always mm, see that. That's good to know. And um, 
an organizer, I think, it's kind of like Tetris, you know, that game that people, mm-hmm. you know how some people are really good at, like, packing a car and making everything fit? An organizer can look at your space and be like, okay, I need this to be six inches apart vertically. I need you to have a this width of this. I mean, you'd be amazed how much, like, two extra shelves in a closet can make to, to make everything fit. I can make everything fit. So... So it was garage, so it was master bedrooms, pantries, and what was the third one? I think just their overall, they just want me to in come life. the they whole house. They want you to organize their life. And they don't know where to start. Right. Okay. So um, what, okay, I'm going to tell everybody the story. Okay. Your favorite thing at the container store. What was it before I taught you? I don't remember what it was before. Okay, I'm going to tell you all a story. I, I actually taught... The organizer, the premier organizer of Fort Worth, I taught her to love this item from the container store. And it's store. the most boring looking thing, but it is magical. It is. It's the multi-purpose bin. But if you put it into the container they store. They don't have it that listed like this. That you have to do multi-dash purpose. It has to have the dash in it. Okay, so when you go to the, the container thing. store, and, you, and I'm going to put this all in the show notes. Elizabeth's going to give us a list of all the things you need to have. Um, in order to be a successful organizer on your own in your home, you don't have to be professional in order to organize. I just invented that. Is that amazing? Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, so it's called multi-purpose bin, but when you search for it on the container store, it's multi-purpose. Yes. Okay. Otherwise, it won't pop up. They look kind of like a magazine holder. They're um, plastic, kind of a... Um, Milky plastic. And I just like to go on record right now and say I don't organize with plastic and any other thing except <laughs> for these damn multi-purpose bins, which I'm obsessed with. Okay, so what, um, a funny story about multi-purpose bins. I have them in my pantry. I have them in my closets. I have them pretty much everywhere in my house. And they're perfect because they give you a lot of really good vertical storage. And they come in a small, which don't ever, don't yeah, ever mess with ever small. Yeah, ever fit in a small. Don't mess with the small. I like the extra large, actually. I like medium and large. I never get the extra large. Extra large, I am going to be putting the them in my The professional organizer wants you to know never to get an extra large or an extra large drawer because you need to micro finely organize. Well, here's the reason why I like the extra large ones. Okay. I like them in the pantry to hold bread and chips. Okay. So, okay. So, I went to the container store recently on an adventure for some more... Multi-purpose bins. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a really busy day. I'm not going <laughs> to knock the, the store. But when I was in there, I could not find a soul to help me. I did three laps around the store. By the time I came around the third and time, hard to miss. I was fuming. I was about ready to dial the phone from inside the store, like The Exorcist. Or what's that movie? Um, <laughs> We're the, like With the girl that's inside the television. Remember? Oh, The Ring. <laughs> No. It is. She's no. in the television. No, it was the girl that made Poltergeist. Yes, Poltergeist. She didn't go inside the television. Was she go was... to Light Carol Ann. Yes, I was about ready to do the Light Carol Ann. I oh was so God. mad. So finally, I found somebody, and I tried to really be sweet on the inside. I was fuming that I had wasted ten minutes of my time. Were you Were you in your glasses? Because you look angrier in your glasses. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was in January. They were all trying to sell the closet stuff. Yeah. So I said, I need somebody to get some multi-purpose bins Damn down it. for me. I can't find anybody in the store. And she was really nice and helped me. And So I get to the register and um, Charlie's Angels waiting on she me. She does look like, if y'all go in there, just <laughs> ask the for the Fort, Charlie's Angels. This is the Fort Worth Container Store. Yeah. And she said, did you find everything okay? And I said, well, actually, no. But um, I wanted some multi-purpose bins, but someone, 
but y'all are all out of them. And she said, well, one of our organizers came today and pretty much cleaned the whole shelf out. And I said, was it Elizabeth Jones? And she stopped and she was like, yes. How'd you know that? So because I taught her. I came in in like, like supermarket sweat. You know that show <laughs> Supermarket Sweep when you used to just run down and like, you remember how you'd like throw the ham in there and like all the prescription medication, over the counter medications? All the expensive All things. the expensive stuff. So I just supermarket I... sweep it through there. Yeah. So I texted, um, she said, oh, please don't tell Elizabeth I told so you. The first thing she does. I get in the car and I text her and I said, damn, damn it. <laughs> Where are you took all of my multi-purpose bins? I love that. So story. anyway, what what do you use multi-purpose bins for? Everything. I but see, remember I have to do luxury homes, so I can tell people how to do things on a budget, and and there are ways. We should have a whole show just on how to make it look luxury, even if it's not. And on I'll say budget. the first luxury thing. On the a first budget. thing. Miss, don't have any mismatched hangers ever, and I said that like mommy dearest. Yes, I don't care. Your, if, that's your pet peeve. I don't care if they're tubular. I don't care as long as they match and don't have mismatched containers. Those are the two things. Okay, no wire hanger, no plastic hangers. It's, okay, now it would wire. make my soul like if I went in, I have gone into one closet where they had all wire hangers for their scarves and pants and things. If they're all matching, okay. But not like five different kinds from right. one dry cleaner. But I don't even want to say that because nobody wants wire hangers. But people think like if I have all white hangers, no, no. They have to be for the same lot, the same kind. And people don't count up their hangers and they don't buy um, enough. So you need to count up all the hangers that you have and then add 10% to that. I'll tell you where a good place to get hangers where they all match and they're gorgeous. Costco. Okay. But people don't count their hangers. Like, I don't... You always need, like, 300 Oh, yeah, you hangers. always... At Costco... But you have to count them. At Costco, they come. They're black black felt. Amazon sells those, too, and they're and really they're good. And they're 50 hangers for $24. They're 50 on Amazon for 20 bucks. Okay, so a little cheaper on Amazon. Yeah. But then, and I say on, on that, don't get the shirt hangers and the pants hangers. Get, get all the pants hangers because yes. your, your, your That's shirts a good will hang on those too. And then I always, uh, like when we converted our entire master closet to all the same hangers, the reason that Elizabeth's you need to get more hangers than that what be you the think. same is that what it does is it actually gives you space in your closet. Not it, only is it aesthetically pretty. It looks pretty, like you have more space and it hangs it the gives same you, way. Yeah, it gives if, you more space. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see a before and after. I don't get any kickback from the hangers. I'm the hangers people, like the hangers gods. Mm -hmm. I get nothing. I'm just telling you, nothing makes a difference in your space. Like, like all uniform hangers. All uniform hangers. And then when you do buy hangers, buy like two extra boxes. And I... I would say more than that. I would say more than that. I mean, I buy 15 to 20% more than what you have. Store them somewhere. You know, I've even put a bar in a client's closet, just oh, a shallow, empty. just for their, their hangers. Because okay. those are going to get broken and, and, and then don't ever bring, like, you know how at Target they give you a, a hanger or oh, like. Oh, no, I always leave them there. Yeah, leave the hangers. Get rid of those as soon as they come in the house. If it's like from. Take the gun, leave the hanger. Yes, that's take like the cannoli. The yes, that's like from the Godfather. Leave the cannoli. Okay, so good tips. Um, Multi-purpose uh, bins mm -hmm. and really investing. Really, I mean, if I had all the money in the world, 
I would buy all wooden hangers. But wooden hangers take up too much space. They do, but they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. You look like you like your closet looks like J. Crew. I appreciate that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna agree to disagree on that. I just did a closet with wooden hangers, and it is beautiful, but they take up so much space. And really, the thing in your closet, especially is the clothes. Like if you will color order everything, like everything red, everything pink, everything brown, everything green, if you'll color order it and have matching hangers, it really it the looks clothes, like a boutique. The clothes are what really make it. And that's yeah. what you want. You want it to be beautiful and boutique like for you. Nobody else but you. Okay. So um we only have a little bit more time and I want to cover a couple more things. What how about the biggest mistakes in organizing? Okay. Big, what are the biggest mistakes people Okay, make I've got 10. I'm okay. going to try to go fast. Okay, number one. Okay. Or you want to no, start with 10? Number one. Okay, is, let's, let's start with 10. Okay. Um, we're, so we're going to work our way up. Yes. Right? Okay, so this is number 10 on Elizabeth's list. When you guys get rid of donations, you have that ubiquitous black plastic donation bag in your car that sits in there. You don't go get rid of your donations same day. You drive around with that, or you are they're in the garage, or you're going to take it someday. No, donations should go out same day. Or if you're going to give that away, or you're going to sell that, or you know, take care of those things, get them out of your sight same day. When I helped my bestie Julie, mm -hmm. um, I took the tips that you taught me and I went and helped her after you did her initial. Uh -huh. um, she will travel with. I mean, you have to compensate her for your travel and overnight, but she went to my bestie's house in Austin and did one big space for it, her and I've closet. been several times to help her but what we did was we loaded her car up that day mm -hmm. as we as she decided I want this to go to Goodwill I took it right out to the car yeah and we just made like Good. 80 trips to the car and then at the end of the day we took her entire car was full Perfect. of Goodwill and we drove it straight to Goodwill and if you have big stuff hire have a truck come or, that day um, or that um what's that company no, um, you Habitat yeah, ha yeah but it depends on what you've got if they'll yeah. come or not okay that's but don't but take your donations same day. So then you only have because there's only three choices when you're getting rid of stuff. Yes, no, and maybe. There's a lot of maybes. You want to get those no's out right away so that you only have now two choices to make. Perfect. Um, Love it. Number nine, they zigzag organize. So you will work in a space and then you'll go in another room to take the thing from that room and then now you're in the other room and you're like, Oh, I gotta organize that. Mm. And then you'll just spin your wheels because now you've it's kinda like, you know, squirrel, like you're like your attention deficit, you mm -hmm. you have to go in the other room. So don't zigzag organize. Stay if you have if you when you when you make your piles, and we'll talk about specifically how to organize them another time. But have a, a a bin just for this goes in the other room, and take that at the end of your session. Don't go while you're working. Don't go. Are to bins on your list? What are how you tell people to organize? I will tell. Like is that part of this top ten? These are mistakes that okay. people make. All right, and then let's finish with how you do that. Number eight, okay. they don't containerize. So um, every inch of your shelf should have structure. And so if you have things in your pantry or in your closet or in your drawers or in your laundry room that are not contained in some way, and a container doesn't necessarily mean a bin. It can be a turntable. It can be, um, it can be a multitude of things. It can be a shelf of um, that's just got like two things on it, you know, your your laundry detergent and your fabric softener, and you, maybe you build something special. It can be a number of things, but they don't have structure to their shelving. I have sorting bins, which are a separate thing, and I have permanent bins. 
So we do a sort, and at the beginning of every client's project, we do a sort, and I can go into detail about that. But they don't, the biggest, mis one of the biggest mistakes people makes, make is they organize it back on the shelf, and they don't have containers for it. So like you, sh you're saying you, you shouldn't just put a loaf of bread on the on the shelf. It needs to be in you're, a bin like with bread and bagels buns and, and bagels. Okay. All, and keep your light categories with your light categories. Yeah. Okay. Number seven, they don't buy 15% more than what they need. They don't buy enough of. Like when you go get Christmas storage and you get those cute red totes, um, don't get two. Never get two. Get ten. And I tell you I like groups of three typically. And that's true unless you're doing big storage. Yeah, and I... We did that when we did my attic, yeah. and I still have like four or five red empty empty tubs left. Because you'll need that. Yeah. And the, it's not just because it's beautiful. It's because they stack nicely. You'll take and up less on space. they're red, and you know they're Christmas. They're, you know they're Christmas, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, it's kind of hard to go backwards on this. They um, they rearrange instead of pull everything out. Never, ever, ever, ever rearrange anything. An organizer, a professional organizer can't do that. You take every single thing out and you sort it. Yes. I, I could talk about sorting. Yeah, that's a whole other That's a whole other. That, yes. That is the Shoot. That is the secret to organizing. Yes. Is that everything has, to, has come to come out so that the space is empty when you put things back in. That is correct. That, that is the number one is thing. That is the number one thing. But it's really not on my list. I just made that up. Okay. The, um, <laughs> number five, they don't touch and make a deliberate decision about everything. Like, mm -hmm. you'll look at a box mm -hmm. and be like, oh, I want to keep that box. Mm -hmm. No, no, Brenda. You've got to take every single thing out. Okay, let me give you an example. When Elizabeth helped me with my attic. And we watched Frasier the whole time. We were, I was all shiny and new and rested. <laughs> and by the end of the day, I was like, I don't give a crap anymore. Let's just throw that away. Yeah. But you did. You sat me in a chair and you brought me every single thing. Everything. And she would watch my face. And if yes. it registered joy... Like, oh my gosh, I have so many memories about that. And you have then a very she knew it was a keeper. Face. And when she showed me something that I could really, I just wasn't you make feeling a it. Face. She was like, "You're not loving this. Yeah. So let's have let's have someone else find joy in it. So that's I a do. really good that and taking everything out of your space. Yeah. Okay. Next. Um, they buy before they know the real estate, and I mm. know you have to know this your real estate like how much of a shelf you have do you have an 11 inch shelf front to back so you're saying when you show up people have already bought all these containers thinking they're doing and a big I favor see y'all in the you. container store don't even think I and I yeah I don't judge anybody unless you have white Christmas lights hanging from your white icicle lights hanging from your house all year long and then I do kind of judge you but at container store I see you buying two like 20 hangers or like two bins two containers you're never just going to use two containers or, and then you're going to have all this mismatched hodgepodge, and it's all going to be clutter. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be the solution. So the solution is they need to wait until you're there. The, wait till they the professional They need to wait until after the sorts. Yes. Wait till the professional has helped you sort everything, and then you'll know what you have left. Because you need to know in your sorting bins, I have two sizes of sorting bins. I have a laundry basket size, and I have like a men's shoebox size, and I have like 20 of each. And we just, we just fan them out like they're lined up in a room and we start when we take everything out we're putting the, our light categories with our light categories so you now you know okay i have seven cans of hairspray versus i have one can of hairspray or mm -hmm. i have the or i have 17 bags of chips versus 
three bags of chips. Like you have to know what your real estate is. That means you have to know what your what your shelf size is and you have to know how much stuff goes on that shelf so that you can buy your permanent bins accordingly. And plus at the end of it, you realize I'm spending way too much money on things that I already had 12 cans of. Right. So it's a money exactly. saver. Exactly. You always have to sort. before. That's number four on the list. And we can go through specifically in another okay. podcast. But it's number four on the list is to go shopping. It's not number one on the list. So stop yourself before you go to Container Store or Target or whatever. Um, number three, people don't realize how, how much time and effort it takes. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like if you think that you're going to organize in a weekend, don't do that to yourself. I always know when people aren't intrinsically organized, that's not their thing because they'll say like, hey, will you come organize my house this week, weekend? It doesn't happen that way. Organizing takes a lot of mental effort. Mm -hmm. It's really just decision, it's just decision making. It's a lot of mental exertion. It's not a fast, quick movement. It's a very subtle, a thousand edits kind of thing. I mean, it's very mental. And don't you think that from for a lot of people, I don't want to say most people, but for a lot of people, it's hard for them to edit because they're emotionally caught up in sorting. Well, also I think that they're rearranging or they're zigzag organizing or they're doing the other things that we've talked about. Yeah. I think that um, if you do a sort, first of all, don't, don't start with more than one space. Do one drawer, one cabinet. You're not going to go in and organize your closet in a weekend effectively. It's not going to happen effectively to really organize it. You're going to go in and maybe organize your shoes one weekend or your... Um, maybe your your drawer space one weekend. Yeah, in the that's closet. a really good tip, Elizabeth. Yeah. Instead of saying this weekend I'm going to organize my closet. Think smaller. Think small. Say don't okay, say just that. this week. Is you also have to take into consideration because this is me too. Is that a lot of people work really hard during the week, and your weekend is a time for rest and recharge. That's right. And, and, I, and it's and exhausting this will make you, to organize. But here's the thing: if you will just say I'm not going to organize more than four hours. Okay. Do not go more. Now you and I work together, so mm -hmm. we we I was you were working with a professional, but you saw how you were at the end of the day. I was exhausted. Four hours, no more. And I mean, like, don't pull out so much stuff that you can now not get put it back, back. Put it back, or let it be in its sorting bins overnight. But don't organize more than four hours. Set a timer. Don't you know? Get a beverage. If you you know have to go to the restroom, you know just to blind yourself, like bird box it to the bathroom, mm -hmm. so that you're not looking at other spaces. But don't go more than four hours. Start small, one space. Okay, that's a good tip. Um, number two, they don't realize what a different the difference it makes in every single aspect of your life. So if you will organize one drawer, it will make a huge difference just in how you you'll feel a difference. You will feel lighter. Your kitchen will look, you know, a junk drawer. There's no such thing for a, as a junk drawer, and as you know. Oh my gosh, that's another podcast. Okay, we'll talk about how junk you drawers. Helped me with my junk drawer. Yes, we'll talk about junk and drawers. And how you did it in front of your class, and they were like, "There's no way you all that stuff is going to get in you there." You would have thought I was David Blaine levitating <laughs> someone. They were so intrigued. Okay, so by let me that. tell you what she did real quick, and then she's going to wrap up her list. Is she said, "I'm teaching this class." And I need um, a messy drawer in your house. And I'm like, gladly. It's the kitchen that everybody's got that kitchen drawer that um, is, you know, just packed with stuff that's all mismatched. Mm -hmm. And you took it to your, you, you, first of all, you looked, what, you looked through it and you decided what well, containers I had to do the, could go in. I it. had to do this for a class setting. So yes. I had to prepare myself. Yeah. So, so I dumped everything out in a pile. And you, you organized it at home. And then you came back to the class with the messy drawer. And, and you just, had a tiny, she had the tiniest, most of you have gigantic junk drawers. 
Missy had the tiniest little junk drawer I've ever seen. And so I had to double layer it. And so that meant I had to get bins that did not nest inside of each other, which you may not even know that that exists, but some, you know, bins stack inside of each other. I couldn't have that. So I had to do metal ones for you yeah. that kind of made them a second layer. And you layer. labeled them and they're perfect. And yeah. then you showed them to your class and they were just amazed. Yeah, the week before I tried to show them how to fold um, plastic bags to make them fit in their in their lives. And they yeah. were like, nah, here, have those bags back. They were they were revolting. They were like, I'm not going to do this, Elizabeth. But then the, that week, the, you would have thought I had performed some major magic trick. You were Houdini. They were just they, amazed by that. Yeah. So there's no such thing as a drunk drawer is the message that okay. I would like to give you for that. And then number one, everyone thinks that they have to be organized before I come over. Oh. Or that I'm going to make them get rid of anything. And that's why I brought my Pink Velvet Jesus today. Yeah, we in the studio today we have Pink Velvet Jesus. And it, it's one of, something that I got um, at a, one of those awful Christmas exchange gifts uh, parties when I was in, when I lived in California, and I loved it so much. And so my point of that is I have a lot of things in my house that it doesn't really work. It's supposed to be an eight ball on the okay. bottom of that, but it doesn't really work. Okay. Um, I have a lot of things in my house that tell my story and that are unique and interesting. I don't. You don't have to live like a minimalist. I've got a pink velvet Jesus. I've got a rock that I got, you know, gave got from an ex-boyfriend. I've got um, 400 cans of Sprayway glass cleaner because you I love spray, it so love much. The I love the, the can. Graphic. You don't have to be a minimalist, and you don't have to be organized to have an organizer come in. Well, and I, I, I want to say this about you. I want to say it is very scary to organize. First of all, it's very scary to invite a stranger into, into your, your home, life, yeah. into your intimate areas. Right. And I want to say that if you are contemplating hiring an organizer, Elizabeth is your person because she will never make you feel um, like you are a slob or slovenly or a pack rat or a hoarder. Hoarder, you don't do hoarding. Hoarding's I don't, well, I do have a, I have a master's degree in counseling, but I don't, I, my clients tend to be like here. I want to make this beautiful. Right. I don't have to drag them. Right. But the but the main the main take home I want for people to know is that you are never going to tell somebody to get rid of something. No. That has to be their decision. I mean, if, if I mean, you, you, thought, you can read like you could say, "Look, I'm registering your face right now in this item." You know me though. You know what I do with you. I'm like Missy. Do you really need this? Yeah. But I do it in a funny way. Yeah. And I'll know. You will laugh so hard if you have Elizabeth come and organize your space. You will wet your pants. <laughs> That That's a lot to, of pressure. That might have to be number one on the list. You have to have some depends. Okay. <laughs> because people, you make people laugh. What if I go to someone's house now and they, they just, they're just flatly like Ben Stein, like they're just, I make them not laugh at all. Well, then they don't have a personality and they don't need to be your client. Okay. Okay, so we're going to wrap up today. Okay. Can you believe that 30 minutes went by as fast that as it did? so fast. Wasn't we have fun? to do this like once a month. So we are going to have, I think Elizabeth's going to be a regular um, co-host on my show. Cause, I love it. Um, we laugh and we're going to talk about all kinds of funny things other than organizing. But okay. um, tell everybody how they can find you. Well, you can find me on Instagram as, as the OCD Bachelorette. And that links to my website. My business name is nestandtransformation.com. So it's um, N-E-S-T and... Uh-huh. I can't. I couldn't do the ampersand transformation. Nestandtransformation.com. Okay, but you can also find me on Instagram, which is, um, like I said, the OCD Bachelorette. And, and for those people who aren't on um, the computer... Yes, you what's want my, the what's the best way to reach you? Your email or for a good time? Do you want me to give my phone number? It's, can, that's up to you. For a good time, you can call my mobile or text me because I really I 
I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm kind of an introvert, and so I like to see texts first. But you can get a hold of me at 626-394-3194. Okay. And we, I will um, put all of this on the show notes so that if people want to go back and recap... Um, how to reach out to you. And you know what would be a good, might be a good idea is next time let's have people send in questions about <gasps> their space. I would love that. And I'll that. answer their questions in advance. I we I do have a thing on my website called Ask Mrs. Twist. Oh, you should totally. And so let's do that. We, let's ask questions. Yeah, about y'all always, you know, text Elizabeth, text me or email me at homewithatwist at gmail.com. Um, and we will cover your um, your questions. Yeah, I mean, and and you can make them the most intimate, most hilarious, most embarrassing. Like, it, you, we'll have a great time. So just, you know, ask your questions about any space in your house, in your life, um, and we'll we'll answer them. That'd be a great. Yeah, that would be. Okay, so we're gonna close out the show. This is Melissa Austin Weeks, Elizabeth Jones, with me today, the OCD Bachelorette. Um, you can follow me at Home with a Twist on Instagram, Facebook, and my website is homewithatwist.com, where I take everything my mother taught me with a modern spin. So, Elizabeth? That's a wrap for this week's chat. Follow me at homewithatwist.com, where you can find today's show notes, recipes, and more. And let's be social on Facebook and Instagram, where you can find me as Home with a Twist. And remember to celebrate every day.